With Congress and the White House once again working until the 11th hour to avert a partial government shutdown, labor groups representing the Federal Aviation Administration employees have warned House lawmakers another shutdown now or next year would further harm the agency's ability to recruit and retain highly skilled staff. The 35-day partial shutdown also delayed rollout of new air traffic control safety equipment. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with more. Jory, what impact did the latest shutdown have on FAA workforce, or at least what are they saying? So quick note here, Tom, the shutdown did mean different things to different folks in the FAA. If you were one of the 10,000 air traffic controllers for the agency, uh, more often than not, you were still working without pay. An issue there is overtime and premium pay that they uh, they were given their original paychecks, but they were still waiting on that that premium pay. And actually, an FAA spokesman said Thursday that those employees would get that premium pay and that, that overtime pay in future paychecks still coming in. For the other big cohort of the agency's workforce, 3,000 uh, safety inspectors, they were more often than not furloughed during the shutdown. Now, there was in the last half of that shutdown a moment where the agency brought back 500 of those safety inspectors just to set the, the ground here. At a, at a hearing Thursday, Peter DeFazio, he's the chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, said that air traffic control staffing's at a 30-year low, and that's in no small part to previous shutdowns. Right. That's what the NACTA union says at their website, that they've got this low point of recruitment. So this cumulative effect from these shutdowns, and he also pointed out that 20 percent of the current workforce is retirement eligible. And DeFazio here, he's saying that these shutdowns, the frequency of them, continues to hurt the ability to recruit new talent and keep the existing workforce. We still haven't gotten over the impacts of the 13 shutdown where the school was closed and a bunch of the people who are in the school, some of them aged out actually, and others just didn't come back. And I imagine this time it might even be worse because it was a longer shutdown and they're going to question, boy, am I going to go through this rigorous training process to get a job where every once in a while I'm working for free? We're discouraging uh, the next generation and we're already at a critical point with so many people eligible to retire. And by the way, if they say, wow, retirees got paid and I didn't, maybe it's time for me to pull the plug. They're not going to be there to train that next generation of air traffic controllers. So we've got to provide some certainty. And that's Congressman Peter DeFazio. So basically what he's saying, we had a situation where there's no inspections of planes and grumpy air traffic controllers. Imagine that. Any impact on safety, do they feel? So there may actually be an impact on the rollout of the NextGen initiative. It's this massive update of the air traffic control program. Which is already about 10 years late. It's seen a couple of uh, delays. Actually, there's a joke that it's becoming uh, NeverGen instead of NextGen. Gen. Well, they keep re-baselining it and starting with new deadlines. Anyhow, so what about it? All things considered, it's about $30 billion, and the, the deadline is coming up. It's January of 2020. Nick Calio, he's the president and CEO of Airlines for America. He said that more shutdowns mean more delays to implement that program. All of these shutdowns create a slowdown because nobody could work on it for 35 days. And if there's another shutdown, that will further delay it. Mm-hmm. And we've had those kind of delays a number of times over the last seven years. So every shutdown, like I keep saying, has a cumulative impact. So, you know, we're working towards it. Our expectation is to try to meet it. We'll see. Another thing that got pushed back was the implementation of a taxiway arrival prediction alerting system called ATAP. It's currently in place at six major airports. Another 13 were going to get this at the end of March, but because of the shutdown, they're going to get that at the end of June. Uh, Paul Rinaldi, he's the president of the National Air Traffic Controllers Association, and he said that this system is supposed to prevent 
some nasty situations where there are more than 200 wrong surface landings at airports where aircraft attempt to take off. That's every year or every day or every Every month? year. Okay. That's in situations where aircraft, they land at the wrong runway, they take off at the wrong taxiway, or they even wind up at the wrong airport. Yeah, this doesn't look like Indianapolis to me. So here's Rinaldi just giving a rundown of just a recent situation in the Philadelphia International Airport. A flight was cleared to land on runway 35, but it aligned itself up with the parallel taxiway echo. A runway safety enhancement called ATTAP alerted the controller immediately who instructed the pilot to execute a go-around. The pilot overflew two commercial airplanes on the taxiway by 600 feet. Sounds like a lot of fun. So you've got a situation where improvements to the air traffic control system have been delayed, and then you've got some personnel problems. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. All right, so the bottom line of the assessment, is this any less safe now because of the shutdown? Is air traffic system less safe? Is anyone saying that? So there's no documented instance where during the shutdown there was an increase in safety concerns, and the Infrastructure Committee ranking member Sam Graves did point this out during the hearing, but Paul Rinaldi, he did say that the system was pushed to a breaking point. Although it's the safest system in the world, during the shutdown, many of our programs that reduce the risk and enhance the safety of the system have come to a complete stop. At the time of the shutdown finally ended, I believe the system was on the verge of unraveling. Even though the system is safer today than it was during the shutdown, it is still less safe than it was before the shutdown. The shutdown eroded critical layers that are necessary to support and maintain the safety of the national airspace system. And that's Paul Rinaldi of NATCA. So, Jory, the question is, what about keeping employees? The FAA has been saying that it's having trouble retaining employees as it is. Did the shutdown have an effect on that? So we already pointed out that the current staffing levels are at a 30-year low. Michael Perrone, he's the president of the Professional Aviation Safety Specialists. He represents those 3,000 safety inspectors that work at the FAA. He said that the agency and the aviation industry at large will likely feel the effects of the shutdown for years to come. And he also said that these, these inspectors that he represents, they can look elsewhere for work. Employees trained and certified by the government will look to the private sector for job security. Inspectors are fleeing to the private sector and years of experience will be lost. The call to public service may be lost as well. All right. So what about the recruitment of new employees? Since they do need them, they don't have the budgetary authority. I think they need to completely staff. But even if they did, would this affect their ability to recruit? So during the shutdown, the FAA's training academy out in Oklahoma City, uh, it had to cease all operations at all classes. And, you know, now the shutdown is over. There are 22 classes up and running. It is a long process to get the mentorship and the apprenticeship to become an FAA air traffic controller. It takes about three to five years. So it's a very education intensive uh, program. But Rinaldi said that if another shutdown does happen, that's going to get closed down again. If 20% retire tomorrow because we look at another shutdown, we will not be able to run the volume of traffic we do today. It takes three to five years to mentor a practice to become fully certified controller. The FA had to stop their hiring and shut down the training academy because of the shutdown. Our staffing crisis is exasperated by this shutdown. We need to make sure this never happens again. All right, so he's not exactly saying it would hurt their recruitment ability, but you can't process people if you don't have the academy open, and it may not be attractive if you get hired, and then you can't do anything with that hire, I guess. Well, Rinaldi went on to say later in the hearing that you know if you are in the middle of a shutdown and it interrupts your, your classwork, you may think that, hey, I may look elsewhere for, for work if this is going to be the new normal. 
Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.